0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: Hello, I'm Jules.
3: Hello, I'm Sarah.
2: And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast.
3: Welcome. How lovely to have you. Um, A slightly hysterical podcast this evening.
2: Absolutely delirious. (laughs) It all started, uh, before we get into like what's coming up on today's show, basically last night I had quite the dream. And I basically dreamt that I was on a rock singing Eternal to a bunch of leprechauns (laughs) as the sun set. And as, as I was telling Sarah, Sarah was like, we've got to put it on. Yeah. Put on the Eternal song. And so we da- we've danced around the cab office, basically reenacting how we would feel if we were in Eternal, in Top of the Pops, in the 90s. Yes. We're talking like floor length leather PVC jackets. <laughs> yeah. Dry ice. We said like Mavis and Belinda are at the front. They've come down from Beverly yes. to watch Top of the Pops. Dry ice in their eyes. It was it was an amazing oh like, warm-up.
3: I haven't heard Angel of Mine for too long.
2: It's It's definitely got to make a comeback. It
3: has. Me
2: and the leprechauns, or the leprechauns <laughs> and I, are quite the fan. We've done lots of like moving and clicking yes,
3: lots of clicking and, and lots of looking upwards yeah reaching to the look sky look at the
2: stars and pull the hands down yeah. and just feel the song that you are with
3: <laughs> so we are um ever so slightly delirious which we apologize for in advance but uh, coming up on the show
2: we've got news from the north our favorite bit of the news that hasn't quite made it to london
3: also, uh, June and Sheila, the mother's ruin, that <laughs> they are, are coming up. And also, uh, Would You Rather?
2: M- one of my favourite segments. Absolutely.
3: And it's up to me this week to choose Would You yes, Rather. Yes, I can't
2: wait for this game. Um, but anyway, how are you feeling? Because she had a cold last week. Yes,
3: last week. If you were here last week, thank you uh, for nursing me through. You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, I'm healed. Oh, I'm healed. she's healed. The Great. thing is, now I'm healed. I've not got really any time for anyone with a cold.
2: Right. You know, there
3: was a girl in the lift. Have it. I was like, get out of my face. I'm
2: glad I didn't come with a cold yeah. this evening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no, I am I'm very well in fine health, oh, actually. Yes. Tip top, tip <laughs> top and
2: performing internal renditions.
3: Um now we've talked before about you moving house.
2: I finally found somewhere.
3: I'm so happy for you. Not
2: as happy as I am, Sarah, let me tell you. But we did we did house on on such a bad hangover. And it was with a private landlady, and you know when you're like got to pull this out the bag, yeah. got to pull this yeah. out the bag. And I said to Jake, you know, like, when we get there, make sure, you know, don't give the hangover away. Yeah. She opens the door, he just launches in with a hug.
3: <laughs> never met her,
2: straight in. And she was like, oh, oh hello. Emotional. Hello. It was yeah. very emotional. I was like, God, now I've got to hug you. Yes. But it was, it was an awkward house viewing, but... Moving house is such a drama. Packing boxes. I was like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. We basically move in five days and I only started packing last night.
3: The thing is, though, you need a deadline, don't you? It's hard to get started on packing. Also, where do you start? Where have you started? Shelves. Yeah, good. Okay. Because I thought... Non-essentials. Non-essentials.
2: You know, soft furnishings. don't really need them. Cushions will be next. Yeah. And then we'll move into kitchen, then wardrobe.
3: And what would you pack your cushions in? Would you put them in a bin bag? Oh,
2: throw them in a bin bag. Yeah, That'll be course. fine. I'm not going to put them in a box, the am I? The thing is,
3: when, you, when you're moving house, waste of a box, when you're moving house, you start off, or I do, I'm quite neat. I've got a list, you know, yes, and I'm, yes, I'm putting yes, things yes. in very gently. Everything's getting bubble wrapped really carefully. Two days in, it's slinging in a bin bag, isn't <laughs> you're it? You're
2: just hoping for the best. Yeah. Labelling fragile across <laughs> bags. But I like... I don't know I think it'll be fine because we're moving everything from the flat over to something else yeah um as you know when sometimes you're in shared housing you're like oh whose is this is this yours who bought this clock yeah whereas it's like it's all ours yes we've just got to literally clean up and go
3: yeah and are you doing that thing are you having a clear out before you move or are you moving then clearing out
2: clear out pre-move good yes I've gutted two bin bags full
3: Amazing. That's decent, I think. You must feel incredible.
2: Well, no, I shopped the next day. I was (laughs) like, I've thrown away four pairs of jeans. I'm two pairs down. (laughs) Quick. Replace.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, good. Um, So you move... You move on Saturday.
2: Move on Saturday. We've hired a transit. We're both feeling quite butch, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> I said to Sheila, I was like, we will be coming because we're doing um, furniture swap over at Sheila's. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, I'll be there, chip butty in hand. And she was <laughs> like, do not go white van man on me.
3: <laughs> do. Turn up, turn up. Shall
2: with... I wear like a string vest and yes. like ripped jeans? What, Sheila, how are you doing? I've got a chip butty on my go.
3: <laughs> I'll have this chip butty, then I'll move the piano.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: um, Have you been watching, right, and I wondered if Sheila might have been into this, have you been watching Happy Valley? No, have you never seen it?
2: No, she's not into it either because she would have told me.
3: Right, okay. June's very into it, though she did have to sleep with the light on. Bless her.
2: Does, that Valley doesn't sound so happy. <laughs> no,
3: it's not. And the thing is, how
2: deceiving. No, no.
3: <laughs> so the new series starts this week, like series two. Okay. And I did this with Broadchurch. Did you watch Broadchurch? No. So I've never seen the first one, but you know everybody bangs on, and I don't. I don't like being out of this party. So I was like, right. So with Happy Valley, I'm
2: quite happy on my own. <laughs>
3: sitting over there happy valley we're watching the first series and we're watching it because we, we want to get up to speed yeah so i've watched about sunday four, plans wiped absolutely So like so i've watched about four in two days i can't stop thinking about it like oh, it no. stayed with me and the thing is when i watch things i really invest Like, I get very scared and things really stay with me. Do you watch
2: the TV with the curtains closed? You know, like lights off?
3: What, like a a pretend cinema? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We will do, yeah, which I don't like because it only heightens how scary everything is. I can't
2: stand a dark house, so I won't do it.
3: No, you've got all the lamps on. All
2: the lamps on and the candles.
3: Yes, fair enough. (laughs) Scented. (laughs) Scented. I'm terrified. It stayed with me. Like I woke up this morning and I was a bit scared about it. Oh,
2: no, you need to borrow some of my dreams, don't you? Yeah, I do. You need to be on a stone with the leprechauns, honestly, belting out eternal. I'm
3: no good. I'm no good with things. The only thing I can watch is Coronation Street and Downton, and Corrie gets a bit
2: and nothing happens sometimes. in Downton. <laughs> so.
3: Nothing. I'm all, I'm a bit overwhelmed. I'm by rubbish at Happy watching Valley.
2: TV shows. I literally will, like watch one or two episodes and then i I just forget about it. Yeah, I'm you, not a TV person at all, really. A
3: bit on series link.
2: I know but then I just forget. Jake is head of like TV things so he just decides and then I just literally sit down and if I can be bothered to watch it I'll watch it. Yeah. That's my viewing routine anyway. Yeah
3: it's good I like it. You can
2: sleep well at night now. Yeah
3: I can. absolutely <laughs> knowing what you watch.
2: But Sheila was watching War and Peace.
3: June's been gripped.
2: I watched the last one yes. and loved it <laughs> and now I'm like oh maybe I should watch it all.
3: Yeah but you can't because you know how it'll end now. Well would I'll, you, I'll forget about would it would you do that would you go back
2: yes definitely
3: because he we a period he, drama <laughs> i've got it all taped people have raved about it and apparently there's somebody gets a willy out there's a willy in it
2: yes i've heard about this yeah. windmill scene Oh yeah <laughs> great viewing well
3: they've had complaints
2: speaking of no warning have you been watching Dermot's new show
3: the getaway car thing. Yeah. I haven't seen His it. His
2: trousers are way too tight. Oh, God. Speaking of full frontal, you don't know where to look as he's walking <laughs> towards the camera. You're like, Dermot, I really like you as a presenter, but I'm feeling very uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> What's gone on?
2: All of it. Somebody all of it's going on with... down there, my friend. Let me tell you. <laughs>
3: Wardrobe have ordered them. They've come. They're too small, but we've just <laughs> oh, got to oh, go ahead. It, it's a
2: 30 waist. You're just going to have to squeeze in and <laughs> lunch a bit and hope for the best. They're not even elasticated.
3: They'll be all right. They'll give. <laughs> go. Go, <on>. go. <laughs> Oh, Dermot, bless him.
2: Well, I'm glad we've gone through kinky TV on at the moment. Yes, That's kink- good.
3: Yes, ah, kinky TV, war and peace and getaway car. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> Math for
2: it in this cab office.
3: <laughs> How is Sheila?
2: Sheila has been through the mill. She has been through the mill. She got stood up this week by a friend. She is livid. She must livid.
3: be What happened?
2: They'd arranged to meet at the deli. Sheila had booked a table for coffee. Of course. Waited fifty minutes. Friend didn't text, <gasps> didn't say anything. Was well, they forgotten? Dad said, unless they're in A and E, it's not acceptable.
3: Uh, they've forgotten. No. What
2: didn't didn't feel well and just didn't text
3: that's appalling it's
2: disgusting mum said apparently they've got this saying where if they're in the bad books they call it in the sheep pen I love that Um, and (laughs) Sheila was like I'm telling you insert friend's name is in the sheep pen and they haven't got straw and they haven't got food (laughs) she is livid Livid. She must
3: be. Um, but have they apologised since?
2: Uh, well, I think they've tried to make contact. Mum just has not messaged back.
3: Tried to make contact.
2: Tried to reach That through. needs
3: um, a bunch of flowers on the doorstep, I would say. And I'm not leaving, Sheila, until we sort this out.
2: Sheila can be very stern. She's like me in an argument. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> not even a fax through. She won't even read that.
3: Look, the thing is, if, I turned, if you turned up on Sheila's doorstep, you know, Lily's in hand, ringing that doorbell, She'd she'd have you in. She wouldn't make it easy, but she'd have you in. Don't be so sure.
2: She'd have curtain twitched, seen you coming to the door, and just stayed upstairs and stayed dormant. (laughs) I am my mother's son.
3: (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Curtain
2: shut. She's watching a film.
3: <laughs> I, I, look, you've got to keep us updated on this.
2: I will. I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep you updated if anything's been thrown into said sheep pen.
3: Yeah, the sheep pen is terrific. It's
2: great, isn't it? There's
3: another saying which is um send you to Coventry. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> Do you no. Know that pr- oh, you've been. <laughs> Apologies me- to
2: any <laughs> listeners who are in Coventry.
3: No, you got you. You go. You've sent me all the way to Coventry, and it means that, like, you've given me hell. Like, you've gone on and on and on about this. You've made me feel really bad about it. You've sent me to Coventry, and it's because it's something to do with years and years ago. That's where a prison was.
2: Really? Yeah, it's
3: something to do with that, and it's touching
2: a lot on history in this I know, podcast. I know. I know. Look, intense.
3: We're learning and we're laughing.
2: Speaking of learning and laughing, how is June?
3: June is great. I mean, obviously, we had our night out with her. Um, I mean, you two, honestly, oh, we, ne- devils, we nearly left we? you at that bar, yeah, the we pair said, of you. Well,
2: June was singing renditions of ABBA in my ear at one <laughs> point. <laughs>
3: Why was that?
2: I don't know how I got onto it, but bless her. She apologised the next day and was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, I actually forgot about it and I really enjoyed it. She was
3: singing Victoria Wood as well, wasn't she? She
2: can reach some octave ranges. Oh
3: my gosh, she really does have the range. She does. (laughs) At
2: full pelt in said ear. And I do have like, I do miss a bit of my hearing. My eardrums aren't formed properly. Just as well. (laughs) (laughs) I was like ringing the next day
3: oh, <laughs> june powell gave me tinnitus yeah. <laughs> it's a worry isn't it really
2: that'll be my book four
3: but you know so june june's gone on about my hair a lot because yes. i have had you know for the past few years for my look one bit of hair that's a bit longer on this side right that comes At down, the down front, on my i might
2: add for those who can't see Sarah. yes hair. yeah
3: just a little bit i mean i'm indicating pointlessly but um it comes down june hates it. Does she? Yeah, she's like, why have you got it? And I'm like, because I'm quirky. And she is desperate (laughs) to come up and just snip it off. I mean, I have worried one Christmas when, you know, she'd had a lot of port that actually she was just going to take it off. It's going to come in the night. The hair snatcher. So I was moaning about my hair. I was like, oh, you know, my hair, I need to get it sorted out. June... Um, has become very good friends. Oh, she was telling you about him, this hairdresser. Juan. Yes, Juan. Yes, yes.
2: She thought him and I would get on. Yeah,
3: she, she really did. Anyway, she went and just booked me an appointment with him. Didn't ask, didn't check what time might be convenient, but just... Went ahead and booked it. She was like, Your hair needs sorting out, so you go. It was in
2: dreadlocks though at the time. Let's It be is, fair. I mean, it is. absolutely. Needed a good <laughs> rinse. <laughs> it's been Get awful. her in that bat basin one.
3: <laughs> <gasps> so, um, I went. So, I went today. I went and yes, had the haircut. I can
2: see. Yeah, thanks for Quite noticing. The lair- yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Quite the layering though.
3: Yeah, a lot of layering. Choppy. Yeah, thanks. It's both the same length. She is.
2: Do you think she sent a memo through?
3: I think she probably did. Well, when I got there, she's hilarious though. Everybody in that salon knows her, right? He came in and he was like, oh my God, your mother, I love her, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he said, you know, and we sat down and I said, look, you know, I have this long bit. He said, I know, June's told me. He <laughs> apparently she said to him, Sarah's got one side longer than the other. And he went, by accident? And she <laughs> went, no, on purpose. <laughs> anyway, we sorted it out. And Those
2: then... £5 salons she keep <laughs> going to.
3: <laughs> and then I went to have my hair washed. Having my hair washed, she's like... Oh, Is your mother June? I was like, no, she is at the basin. Oh my god, we love June. She went and gets somebody else. This is June's. Oh my god, Sandra's
2: doing the tint, called over. (laughs) Juan's doing a low light, called over. (laughs) Kelly at the backwash recognizes you by strand. (laughs)
3: This is June's daughter, <laughs> hilarious, so yeah, she's just kind of taken ownership of this salon, but I'm very happy. I have to say it
2: looks great. you know
3: when you go into the hairdressers, and I don't know if you do this, if it's a new hairdresser, you feel like you need to wear something that expresses yourself right. I
2: feel nervous if it's a new hairdresser, yeah, very nervous. do you know
3: what I mean though about giving them the impression of yourself
2: sometimes I'll just show pictures
3: okay. <laughs> this is what i this is this is who I you am are much
2: more cryptic than I I'm like this is my mood board here's me on a Pinterest board take from it what you will my friend
3: (gasps) take a seat I've got a powerpoint here we go
2: laser pen yeah (laughs) <laughs> Exhibit A.
3: <laughs>
2: um, but no, I love that you go in in a top, like in a special, like, yeah. this is me top. I know.
3: I've, I've worn a yellow top and I wore my little jacket with the fur on it. And I was like, look at me, you know. Are you getting a sense of me, my hair? Yes. Do you understand? <laughs> do you play
2: a soundtrack as you walk in?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wish what gaga born this way <laughs> yeah.
2: very good yes. eternal would have done but <laughs> take gaga
3: <laughs> be a, there in your meat dress angel and... of mine <laughs> coming through the doors with the dry ice
2: <laughs> just amazing i prefer gaga walking through layered in ham
3: ham's too far god knows what i'd come out with
2: smoked salmon <laughs> keep it high brow jules <laughs>
3: Is it okay to have the same hairdresser as your mother?
2: I think it's fine. Okay, good. A Tower Age.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love
2: that i love that um june's hairdresser is down in london and not up north
3: she's got another one up north but they've hurt their elbow with all that you know bit of an ordeal with the blow drying technique. yeah with your you know your... yeah
2: it's like a masseuse it's like a builder you work with your muscles don't you they'll yeah. get used to it they'll strengthen up
3: i mean you know as a tanner all too well the perils
2: i know the beauty industry inside <laughs> and out i'm practically you know trade myself
3: somebody said to me the other day what does jules do i said oh he's a tanner and they thought like you know, with leather and. I I said, oh, "Good." <laughs>
2: yeah, it could be said. Some clients are similar. I was
3: say. <laughs> well, he does sort of. <laughs> I said, uh, "No, tss, the tanning, the tanning, spray tanning, yeah, spray
2: tanning in the week, cars at the weekend." Yeah.
3: Um. Now it's a special day today. Um. Which we decided that we couldn't really be bothered with, didn't we? We we had ideas of celebrating Pancake Day. Um, but then we sort of thought, mm, you know, you were like, you were, you were right in that you said every shop will be a bun fight to get your hands on a pancake. To be a
2: nightmare. That's what it's always like. The flour's gone, the eggs are gone, the yeah. milk's gone, the whisks can't see them anywhere. No,
3: absolutely, and the ready-made ones long gone
2: awful as well. And to be honest, the cab office hasn't got a gas stove on the go. It doesn't
3: lend itself well.
2: (laughs) So I mean, we had a nice, you know, halloumi salad. But I wanted to read you my news from the north because I feel that it links well to giving up something for Lent.
3: Ah, I always forget and think, oh no, it's too late. Are you giving anything up?
2: Desserts. What? And ciders of chips.
3: Desserts and sides of chips. So chips as a maid. No, just chips.
2: But you know, it's so tempting to have a side of chips.
3: Like we did tonight. Yes.
2: That's why I did it. (laughs) The closing gift to myself.
3: Can you have sweet potato chips? No. No chips.
2: Because at the start, when we were doing this podcast, it was all about the shred. Yeah. And I just feel, I feel myself, I've fallen somewhat off the wagon. Oh
3: gosh, I'm enormous. But
2: please take note from this news from the north. Weight watchers donate leftover Christmas goodies to food bank to avoid temptation. Great. Strategic ladies. Yeah. Members at Yule Friday's Walton Group are clearing out cupboards so they can carry on shedding stones. Good. Members of a Liverpool weight loss group are keeping on track in the new year by giving away their goodies to a good cause – Anxious to start shredding stones again after Christmas, Julie's Friday's Weight Watchers in Wilton have cleared the chockies and biscuits out of their cupboards, ready to donate them at a local food bank.
3: It's amazing that they've still got some stuff left.
2: You give a lot. Don't I know. You? Yeah, you, you give do. A lot. You do. But I bet that's a harrowing day. Yes. You've got a room full of biscuits, <laughs> and you're packing up and giving it away. Oh, it's like wartime rations gone.
3: I know. Imagine imagine the driver just having a, a moment in a lay-by on the way.
2: <laughs> Patty and Tina can't face it. They can't no. even make it in. How are we going to get out of this?
3: Coming in with biscuit all down their front. Girls, they said that there was only about half. Just... Le- no, no, no. It all went. Fall, fallen
2: crumbs <laughs> in their shirt pocket.
3: Yeah.
2: I think you've been snacking. <laughs> <laughs> Julie says it takes temptation away from them and helps people who need it. A win-win. Julie often asks members to bring in goodies before Christmas and make up hampers which are raffled off for an old person's home. That's nice. Generous. She should probably do this before Lent.
3: Yes, yeah.
2: Um, But this year she decided to do something different.
3: Good for you.
2: Everyone gains weight over Christmas and everyone comes back in the new year having gained weight. I expect it, smiles Julie.
3: Not you though, Julie. bitch, (laughs) Julie.
2: Jesus. One group have put on a total of £127, although they lost 117 in the first week back. Okay. She's cryptic. Yes,
3: yeah, she, she is. She's fiddling these numbers. Yeah, she
2: is.
3: <laughs> Somebody had just brought a toddler with them. That's what happened. <laughs>
2: yeah. Get her off the scales. Um, but the aim is to get back on track and as quickly as possible. This is speaking to you and I, Sarah, um, in regards to the shred. So by giving up the Cadbury's Bickies and the tubs of Quality Street, they help good cause and it stops the sweet treats calling out to them from the kitchen shelves they do call eat me eat me duck me i know the feeling (laughs) julie has already collected a trolley full of food and it's still coming in thick and fast she says as soon as we have gathered everything together that we are going to get i will donate it to the food bank which i discovered is housed in the bridge chapel where i hold my meetings convenient that. Yeah,
3: didn't know that. Mm, how it all
2: slots <laughs> together. <laughs> it's good that it goes to a good cause and stops my members who want to lose weight from being tempted. What She's did... quite a Gillian McKeith, she, I feel.
3: She is. She's a bit harsh, isn't she? You're not allowed to finish a quality street. What did you do, <laughs> Jules, um, with any food left over from Christmas? Wolfed it. I also wolfed it.
2: <laughs> Melted it, turned it into a sauce and had it in yeah. one. <laughs>
3: Oh, God. But
2: it is the start of Lent. It
3: is the start of Lent. And you and I
2: should move forward and carry on the shred.
3: Okay. What am I going to give up?
2: You can do it. I believe in you. Okay, I'm going. to Julie give... believes in you. Oh,
3: with the with the love of Julie. The thing is, I'm going on holiday in a couple of weeks, so I don't think it's going to really work for me. Lent this year. Don't you want to do like a pre beach shred? Oh God, it's a bit late for that. I've only got. I'm going in nine days.
2: Quick, let's go shop for kaftans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> loose fitting clothing.
3: Very, very loose. That's what I want. All hanging out. I'll spray
2: you like a piece of leather, and we'll be done. Oh,
3: beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, babes. Now, mine is from a new publication this week, my news from the north. This is from The Crew Chronicle. Very good. Yes. The headline is, Family heirloom reunited with its owner thanks to metal detecting group. (laughs) A 200-year-old ring (laughs) feared lost forever has been reunited with its owner thanks to the members of Crew and Nantwich Metal Detecting Society.
2: I would like to stop you right there. Two hundred year old ring. Yeah. Is she still looking? <laughs> she, how old is this person?
3: Vivian Bodie Here we go. Vivian Bodie of Alsager has been wearing the gold piece of jewellery permanently for the last fifty years. Baths, swimming, washing up, she's got it on. Having had it handed down to her from her great-grandmother. Right. But while playing around at Alsager Golf Club three weeks ago, the family heirloom, originally worn as a wedding ring, was flung from her finger and was nowhere to be seen.
2: She's wild on that course, isn't she? <laughs> Club at hand, ring on.
3: <laughs> no, I'd hate Christmas. to see her
2: behind the buggy wheel. <laughs>
3: Her husband, John, told the Chronicle she thought she'd never see it again and did try to search with her golfing partners, but they couldn't find it. It was only when she was advised that Crew and Nantwich Metal Detecting Society offered a kind of service to locate lost items that she got in touch with them and was given such great assistance by the members. Imagine the bat foam. We've got a lost ring. We're on the way.
2: <laughs> War sirens are up. Some some are confused going for the bunkers. Out come the metal detectors in the golf buggies.
3: We're on our way. <laughs> one of them, <laughs> one of them, Don Corden,
2: <laughs> Big Don, yeah, Big Don,
3: managed to find it yesterday, and we're very grateful to him. It doesn't necessarily have a great monetary value, but it's a family heirloom, and she was very distressed to have lost it. Oh. Vivian believes the ring could have been loosened from her finger <laughs> when she jarred her hands while playing a shot. The couple had originally impro- <laughs> <laughs> approached a company with the idea of hiring a metal. Detector. To try and find it themselves. Instead, they were given information about the Society, which offers its services for free. (laughs) I can't breathe. It's just for the pleasure. After other members (laughs) failed to locate the ring, Don said he got lucky and went went at a time when the golf course was closed for the day and asked Vivian to retrace her steps. There's a system.
2: Hence, for Viv.
3: Don from Kidsgrove, then just took 20 minutes to locate the sentimental possession about an inch below the ground, also stumbling across a badge and some loose change in the process. Quentin. Vivian said, I was extremely relieved and very grateful to them and they were so helpful. We'd never have found it without their help and I'd like to say a huge thank you. I've had it for so long and it meant a lot to have it back. Don, who's been with the club for 30 years, added... I could tell from her face she was relieved to have it back. Oh. It was really nice to do that and see how happy she was, was <laughs> my reward. Because he wasn't bunged a tenor or a pint at the bar afterwards.
2: Yeah, with that loose change he found. <laughs> yeah. In my head, the bit where they're all coming out with the metal detectors yes. is like a Wallace and Gromit thing. Yes. You know, like <laughs> And they're all coming down and going into the boogies like Vivian and Don chasing round.
3: Retrace your steps, Vivian. Show me where it was. Was it
2: hole six or seven? Yes.
3: And show... How was the fling? How did you jar it? God, it's priceless, isn't it?
2: Well, she's obviously on that Weight Watchers group. Losing weight. Fingers have slimmed down. Ring. Gone.
3: Gone. But they got it back.
2: Viv don't need to shred anymore. No,
3: Viv. Stop now. You're gorgeous. (laughs) And you've got your ring back. Just incredible. Absolutely amazing. Um... Shall we play Would You Rather? Yes,
2: because I think I'm so giggly from that news from the north.
3: (laughs) I think it's one of my favourites. It is one of my favourites. Now, Would You Rather? This one's very, very simple.
2: Sometimes the simple ones are the most tricksy.
3: Amen. Would you rather look like a fish or smell like a fish?
2: (sighs) Some people don't have the option to choose, do they? No,
3: they don't. Well, they do, actually. They do. That's poor hygiene.
2: If you look like a fish, is it just a fish's head on a human body? Or is it... I mean, are you just essentially like a giant flipping around salmon or something? I'm going to say... Or can you pick the fish? What do you mean? Well, I would go with some kind of
3: tropical thing. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, okay, you can choose the fish, and it's only your head. Hmm. So you have got a human body underneath, and you could be quite a dapper fish, actually. Have
2: you got gills? Yeah. Mm, Convenient.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> obviously i
2: would choose to look like one would you why not work it do
3: you know at least
2: imperfections are perfection my friend
3: and there would be a modeling career of some sort Definitely. I, I mean i'm just seeing a designer brand very interested in your fishy head
2: <laughs> i'm seeing mass aquarium deals yeah <laughs>
3: You don't like aquariums.
2: Yeah, but I wouldn't have to. No, like the ones at home. Oh. I won't go in any of them with the dolphins and sharks. No I way. See. What?
3: So you're just going to go around to people's houses? No,
2: garden centres. <laughs> that kind of thing. You know where they sell the fish, <laughs> <laughs> just standing with hand on his oh, fish head. I...
3: <laughs> like like. N- a promo. Not even needing
2: to pout, just saying Bob. You know how their mouth. <laughs> That's how. What <laughs> what oh, I do. think you'd
3: be able to talk.
2: Oh, but I haven't got teeth. Well, actually, I'd miss having fish and chips. Well, I wouldn't be having chips, would I? I'll be on Lens. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the best. I choose fish.
3: <laughs> a fishy head on your body. Gosh.
2: Happy with that.
3: Good. I'm glad. I, I mean, I don't think I could live with smelling like fish. You'd have to explain to everyone all the time, look, you know, I played Would You Rather. It was look or smell. I, I'm aware. I know I smell like a fish, you know, that's... Yeah.
2: Well, you know what it's like when someone cooks mackerel or something in the office. Yes. And it stinks out the whole thing. That's what you be on a regular basis.
3: So you're going to go look like a fish.
2: Indeed I am. G-
3: great, terrific, a good answer. That was a good one. I thought that was a bit simple, but no, it you were right. It
2: was tricky. Yeah. <laughs> when you start pulling in the options, it gets tough.
3: You working at the garden centre was the highlight for me there.
2: Always available.
3: Um, so listen, thank you, as always. Honestly, we're so grateful for you for listening to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Um, we always do like to end on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for?
2: Affirmation.
3: <gasps> we haven't had an affirmation for a while.
2: Just like those joss my friend. Get the crystals out. Yeah. Get ready. You ready? Yeah. This situation works out for my highest good.
3: That sounds like a fortune cookie.
2: Listen, add Chinese at lunch. Just work with me here. Yeah?
3: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Thank you. Bye.
1: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.